Welcome to the HJ Talks About Abuse podcast, the podcast where we talk about sexual abuse cases in the hope that it will assist listeners in openly discussing topics which have been ignored for too long. This podcast is brought to you by the abuse team at Hugh James. We are lawyers, so we tend to speak about the legal aspects of abuse cases, but we aren't too shy to speak up about the broader issues faced by survivors of sexual abuse too. We hope that you find it interesting, but more than that, if you are a survivor of sexual abuse, we hope that you find our discussion empowering. Hello, podcast listeners. My name is Alan Collins. I'm the partner who heads up the abuse team at Hugh James, and I'm joined by my colleague, Danielle Vincent. Hi, Danny. Hi, Alan. As always, at the beginning of a podcast, I give what is known as a trigger warning because we are talking about sensitive subjects, which some listeners may find upsetting. And so if you think you're going to be distressed about what we might be talking about in this podcast, then please switch off and listen to something else or go off and make a cup of tea or whatever. So in this podcast, we are going to be talking about the conviction of the hospital electrician, David Fuller, who admitted to performing sexual acts on corpses in morgues. A very troubling case and upsetting and something rather uncomfortable to talk about. But Danny and I have decided to talk about this particular case because of the legal issues. So we don't have to go into too much detail. We've already done that, really. So you've got the sort of backdrop to what we're going to be talking about. It's the fact that, you know, Fuller, hospital electrician, seemed to be able to have access to morgues where he was able to do profane acts on the corpses. And one would have thought that that would have been impossible in this day and age. One would assume that there would be security and access would be limited and there'd be lots of supervision and so on. So it's rather jaw-dropping to think that here we are in the 21st century, that this sort of thing could happen. So, any immediate thoughts on the case, Danny? As you say, Alan, it's just a shocking, when this came out and it's such a shocking headline, I mean, when you've lost a loved one, this is the last thing that you would ever even contemplate happening. You know, you would expect that your loved one's bodies would be in safety, especially in a hospital. So, I mean, I think it was just a huge shock factor for, for everyone when, when they read this. Anything in regards to the NHS, we hold with such high regard. We've talked about this before when there's been cases against porters and doctors and anyone that works in the NHS. We just expect or, you know, contractors, we just expect this high level of professionalism and safety when ourselves or our loved ones are placed within such environments. Yes, and the case is interesting from a legal angle because you think, well, who's actually responsible for what's taken place? There's some kind of legal saying that there's no ownership in a body or there's no property in a body. Once you're dead, that's it. But it's not so clear as that because there's jurisprudence concerned with the European Convention on Human Rights, and there's been a a couple of successful cases that have been brought under Articles 3 and 8 of the ECHR, which are concerned with the prohibition of degrading treatment and the right to family life. So there was a case where, I think it was called Akpinar and Alton versus Turkey, where close family members were able to successfully bring a case where their loved one, his body had been mutilated, I think, by Turkish soldiers. I think that's what the case was about. 
as I said, they were able to bring a case successfully. So the you know following the decision in that case, it could be argued that if your loved one, your close loved one, had been mutilated by you know an employee in a in a morgue, you could bring a, a successful claim for damages on the basis that you discovered that your loved one had been abused and that's caused you psychiatric injury and as a consequence you're entitled to be compensated and this would be on the basis that your loved one had been subjected to degrading treatment and you have this right to grieve you know when you lose someone you grieve of course and all of that's been interfered with to your detriment because of the discovery by you of what has happened to your loved one so i think on the face of it you know potentially you could bring a case on that basis and if it's the nhs who are responsible for the morgue then the nhs would be legally liable that's what my argument would be yeah i agree with you on this because i think you know the individuals that are impacted by this you know it could be wide-ranging that the whole family you know could have a real psychological impact as you say and there should be some recourse you you know they may need significant therapy after the disclosure of this and you know a case rightly so should be brought against the NHS for this so that they can seek that treatment. Exactly it's a terrible case and you know you just don't want to go there you know you just think well gosh if I was in the shoes of one of the families concerned I just well you know doesn't bear thinking about but from a legal perspective it does raise i think interesting legal questions you know what are the legal rights when a body gets interfered with and of course one of our colleagues delina she's running a case at the moment isn't she which concerns body parts after a death you know that raises interesting questions in its own own right so thanks danny and thanks listeners for listening in as always please do join us in our next podcast and if you have any suggestions for future podcasts then please do get in touch thank you for listening to this episode of hj talks about abuse you can subscribe to our podcast on itunes spotify or your favorite podcast player if you'd like to speak to us about something you've heard today we'd love to hear from you email us at aboutabuse at at hjtalks.co.uk